Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. This is Kim Greenhouse. I'm still in England. For those of you English people listening to this commentary, the first commentary of 2015, this commentary is meant for introspection, for consideration, food for thought, contemplation by those within the group I'm referring to and talking about and those outside. Being an insider and being an outsider is all about perspective. I was reading a newspaper talking about Bruce Jenner, the Olympic athlete that won the Olympics many years ago, that elected to do surgery and become a woman. Now, this subject has been a subject of my interest. My interest is in love and relationships, gay, straight, bisexual, and also transgendered people. Actually, a few years ago, I had seen Anderson Cooper do an interview with a Navy SEAL whose name is Chris, who had fought in Afghanistan for 20 years. And when he came back from fighting, had begun to go through a formal transgendered process to become a woman. Anderson Cooper had an elaborate interview with him on CNN, elaborate for that kind of a communication. And I actually felt watching it that there was a lot that was missing. I mean, I'm glad the subject was covered, but I felt that there was a whole gestalt that was missing, both from the Anderson Cooper interview. And then now with the news of Bruce Jenner saying that he is becoming a woman and going through surgery, I think that it's apropos to deal with this subject. I would like to preface this commentary by saying that I am responding to Bruce Jenner's declaration that he is going to transition to become a woman. And I am focused mostly on transgendered people that cannot find their happiness unless they change their gender. It's not focused on all the distinctions within the transgender community. It's not a discourse on it. It's just focused on this and this alone. So I want to open up the space for people to consider things that have not really been talked about regarding transgendered people. First of all, on behalf of transgendered people, I want to say how sorry I am that you are in so much pain and that you are so unhappy and so hate your bodies and your identification with the body that you came into your life with. And if you could, you would change your body parts. For a woman, we know what that means. For a man, we know what that means. It is a major, major thing. Now, I have to say that at first, I was guilty of just saying, well, it's purely cosmetic. Why are they doing just cosmetics? But as I understand from talking to transgendered people that it is a cosmetic process, but it is energetic for them. That something having to do with taking different hormones and accentuating a particular hormone opposite of the body they came in with, changing their body parts at a gender level, that this is really who they are. And this is not just who they perceive themselves to be, it is really who they feel themselves to be. With this, I want to open up the space for this subject to have more particles to it because it has been introduced in a very limited bandwidth of very small bits of information about it. Some of what I'm going to say is very controversial, and some people in the transgendered community may misunderstand what I'm about to say or take issue with it, and some people outside of the transgendered community may take issue with this. But here's what I want all of you to consider. 
One is that when you come into your body, no matter what your religion is, your spirit has entered that vessel for this lifetime. Some people believe that your existing lifetime that you're in has been pre-planned, pre-dated, pre-scheduled, if you will, cosmically on an Akashic level a long time ago. And that somewhere in the cosmos, you have agreed to take the body you have in this lifetime. So for people who have this cosmology, who have absorbed it and who come from it, you understand what I'm talking about. But for people who do not have this cosmology, and for you, this is the only life you're ever going to live and where you're coming from, you're not going to entertain that cosmic perspective that you coming into your body as a man or a woman is part of a plan for you. That plan for you may or may not be to change your gender. In other words, to go from being a woman to cutting out your body parts and implanting the opposite sex body parts, which aren't yours, which don't really belong to you and are not part of the energetic system that you came into your lifetime with, whether it's a man or a woman. If you accept that there's a chakra system in the body, if you accept there's an energetic system and that your consciousness and your energy extends beyond your body, you know when you cut out your orgasmic, genderized implements that you have just cut into your chakra system. All these different chakras are all connected to each other in which the cosmic chi, the chi of the universe, comes to you and works through you. So when you have a surgeon pumping you with synthetic hormones and you have your genderized parts removed, you are removing not just the mechanics and the cosmetic look of yourself, you are removing the energy system in which chi and orgasm can happen. And I want to invite people of every gender and background to consider that this is a major, major disruption and interruption of the chi system. It's also cutting off the flow of orgasm through your body. That is a big deal in terms of merging, in terms of union, in terms of connectedness, in terms of togetherness, one soul to another, no matter what the body is. So to be so unhappy, to be so miserable, to so hate the vessel you came in with, is profound enough of suffering, but then to be willing to get rid of it, to discard it from the vessel you came in with, cut off your chi, cut off your chakra system, and cut off your ability to have an orgasm the way you could have had you left that gender implement in is profound. That's number one. Number two, the surgeons that are pumping transgendered people with synthetic hormones. Nobody has questioned if these synthetic hormones are creating the conditions in the ground for cancer-forming substances to multiply throughout the body. Because we are not meant as a vessel, as a biological system, to be pumped with synthetic hormones. I mean, it's not the same as taking bioidentical hormones when you're just after menopause as a woman or just after andropause as a man totally different. So I want that to be considered as on the table for research and for really looking 
if after people have changed their body parts and have flooded themselves with synthetic hormones, what next are they creating in their biological systems? Because biological systems are not meant to go through that, just as biological systems. I'm not sure that the surgeons that are performing these surgeries, because they can, understand the ramifications that even if their patients, quote, become happier because they now have body parts that they always wanted and identified with, if they're going to live long enough to even enjoy the cosmetic and social implications of this. And nobody will know because I'm not sure people are even asking the question. And thirdly, I have had roommates many years ago who happened to be in the process of going through a transition. And I asked them a ton of questions and learned a lot. But one of the things I said to one guy that I lived with, who was from Argentina, very creative artist, very handsome guy, he was expressing to me how much in pain he was walking down the street as people looked at him funny. Now, when this guy got dressed in his female look, his outfit, the heels and the pumps and the dress and the whole thing and the makeup, he did look like a beautiful woman. Everything was fine except for one thing. When you looked at him, you knew that it was a man energetically. And no matter how cosmetically he shifted things, and could pose and could be in that space. You felt a man in that body. Energetically, when you talked to him, you could feel a male that was enculturated in Argentina. A male that was enculturated. Not a woman, a male mind. Somebody who's been trained in this way and enculturated to be this way. So even when you can change the body parts and, quote, pass, as the opposite gender, does not mean your energy body, that which is indwelling in that vessel, has made the transition. That person, that young boy, he was enculturated all his life to be this guy. When he spoke, it was a guy speaking. It wasn't a woman speaking. No matter what he tried to do, he couldn't get rid of that. So it's more complex and it's more involved and it's more intricate than swapping body parts. Cosmetically being able to look like the opposite sex doesn't mean that energetically they are the opposite sex or that that transition has been made or the mind of that person has been reinculturated. Let's say if it's a man as a woman in society or if it's a woman turning into a man as a man in society, totally different things. So that's food for thought. And I remember saying to this young guy from Argentina, and it also came to me when I listened to the interview with Chris Beck and Anderson Cooper, when a man, particularly a Navy SEAL, puts on a skirt and heels and walks down the street. And by the way, Chris Beck looks gorgeous too as a woman. You know, I'm not putting that part down, but what I'm saying is when Kristen Beck walks down the street, even though she has all the she garb on, I feel the Navy SEAL in Kristen Beck. And Kristen Beck's body is still that Navy SEAL with all of its war and battles in the body. You can feel it. It's there. And it's part of Chris Beck's real body. And it's part of Chris Beck's real life. And it's part of Kristen Beck's body too. 
When transgendered people get threatened or beaten up, here's what I want to say to that. Nobody has the right to beat them up or to ever hurt them or to touch them violently. We should get used to not having violent thoughts toward transgendered people. However, transgendered people could use some space in the way they relate to the public. And who is the public? The public is a soup of misrepresentations, polluted thinking, of misunderstandings, being uneducated with respect to love and gender. The public lives at the lowest common denominator of antiquated thoughts, unchecked thinking about everything primal. The public lives at the lowest level of understanding about these things and what they're about. Very rarely do people do deep thinking about love, gender, gay, straight, and transgender. And so to walk in a society, already a very male-dominated society, and what I mean by that is basic. It means the male culture has made the rules about everything, pretty much. What it means to be a woman, what it means to be pretty, what it means to be sexy, what it means to be beautiful, what it means to be a woman. That has been defined by the male culture, certainly not by women. We as women have ingested that and are part of that whole dialogue. So when a transgendered person is walking among society, society has no commitment to receive that. They can barely receive someone who loves somebody else of the same gender. Look how long it's taken to even have the right to marry somebody of the same gender. And now you're talking about a person that's able in one gender being born to call themselves another gender because they feel that way. And that is a whole other thing that transgendered people need some work on. Just because you change a body part or you're going to change a body part does not necessarily mean you are that gender. And so what have we talked about? Just now, we've talked about the cosmetic nature of changing your body parts and how that doesn't necessarily make you a full man or a woman. That being a full man or woman is also part of enculturation. It's an encultured, inculcated experience. We've talked about the fact that synthetic hormones create a condition for cancer, particularly when it's unchecked and they're synthetic. And that this is not talked about by the surgeons who are performing these surgeries. The fact that you feel like a man or a woman, but you are the opposite sex, does not make you a man or a woman. I totally respect and I understand. I can't understand it from the ground of experience because I'm not a transgendered person. But I can understand the pain that may be associated with not identifying with your gender to the point where you would go through what I just described. We also talked about that surgery is not just surgery. When you're removing your gender, basically, you are removing the chakra system. You are dismantling a chakra system and you are taking away the ability to have an orgasm. And that is a very big deal. We've talked about the fact that walking down the street as a transgendered person, that you should never, ever, ever be violated by anybody, that you have the right to exist. However, 
You don't have the right to expect the world, which is basically primal, which is basically very unmatured, to accommodate itself to your energy and your new vessel because your vessel is communicating mixed signals. Just the way being in a male body of a Navy SEAL communicates something, no matter how much you dress it up, that was a SEAL you're looking at whether you put a skirt on her or him or not, people are picking up somebody who was in battle or somebody who's in great shape, very manly. And so even if you dress it up and you look gorgeous like a Kristen Beck, the public is picking up mixed signals. And transgendered people need to understand this is always going to be the way it is because your energy is not communicating a clear male or a clear female frequency. You're of a different frequency and it's foreign to most of the world. Consider yourself your own tribe. We don't know your tribe yet. Your tribe is new, new in terms of the world coming to terms with people in your tribe. And so to Bruce Jenner, if you ever hear this, if you ever get this, if you will remember, which you probably won't because it was so many years ago, you and I played tournament tennis at Berkeley together as a mixed doubles team at Southern Cal Berkeley. You were my mixed doubles partner. You came in for a celebrity day. And I would like to have an interview with you at the time in which you're ready to sit down and talk with you. You will have heard the first layer and level of this commentary. And we at A Train Making Time wish you all the best. We wish the transgendered community all the best. We wish you the best of care and the happiness that you deserve. And for the rest of the public, this is food for thought about the transgendered experience. Thank you very much. This is Kim Greenhouse from It's Rain Making Time.